0: welcome back to episode two of Muslim Carrie Bradshaw, also known as MCB. Now today's episode is one that I'm recording alone. Most of my episodes will be me on my own discussing my experiences. And today's episode is going to be about the bay of unavailable men and women. So let's get into this and I hope you enjoy the episode and please subscribe. This is close to my heart for like a few reasons, and one of those reasons is of the past few years, pretty much since I've been dating, and my dating story started at least half my life ago. Um, most of the men that I've kind of come across have been unavailable in some way or another, and the way I'm going to kind of tell you my story is I'm going to start at the beginning, so unavailable man number one couldn't stay loyal to me he may have been my actual boyfriend but he was very unavailable we were together for about three months and I think that eight weeks into the relationship he cheated on me with his ex-girlfriend and you know I shed kind of a lot of tears over that one because I don't know I was going through a lot at the time. I was dealing with like a lot of personal stuff and it kind of broke my heart, especially because at the time I thought I was crazy in love with him and I thought that, you know, I was going to marry him and I was like, I'll run away from home to be with you and all of that stupid, traumatic stuff that teenagers, I guess, go through, especially like when it comes to Muslim teenagers. Because unfortunately, as dating is not really accepted within the religion it's also not very accepted culturally so it's been quite i guess difficult but enough about him so he was number 1 and um, a couple of years after him i did fall in love like completely and i think that's the first time i actually ever realized what falling in love with someone was i was mad about him and he was At least I I still kind of believe that, but I'm pretty sure he was completely in love with me too. I was very honest with him. He was very honest with me. Um, I was also dating like other people because this guy lived really far from me. I met him online, um, during the time where I wasn't really going through like a good mental period and I went online with the kind of Idea of meeting someone and and ending up murdered by them, I guess, which is completely stupid, of course. Because why is anyone's life so dramatic at such a young age that they need to end up being murdered? And also, if you want to die, like, why not just do it yourself? I bet that's what you guys all thinking anyway. But for me, it was more like I couldn't really do that because religion. Like, suicide is completely forbidden within the confines of my religion. And you know what? I completely understand that now. But at the time, I understood it less. But for me, it wasn't about religion. The reason I didn't do it was because I didn't want to make my mom sad. Like, and I thought, if I end up murdered because I've gone to see some guy, she's going to think bad of me. And she's probably going to think I'm a whore off you know, of being young and stupid and, you know, meeting guys. But at least she won't think I've gone out of my way to kind of kill myself. Um, And that was, like, I guess at that point that was, like, the major turning point because he was actually pretty bloody normal. And the way I got along with him, I don't think I've ever had, like, that kind of relationship with anybody else because he was my first love he um gave me a reason to live because we were so in love and most of our relationship was over the phone he would call me up without fail every night and if he didn't call me I would call him he might be out with his friends but he'd call me as soon as he got in the house so It was weird. And back then, I used to love, like, getting on phone calls as teenagers do. I used to talk to everybody. But this guy was the only person I would literally wake up and sleep for and would talk and talk and talk until I fell asleep. And it was weird. But that was real love, which showed me I was willing to sacrifice sleep for the guy I was in love with. And the thing is, because we were crazy honest with each other, things were a bit difficult because obviously he lived, like, I think a couple of hundred miles away, and everything was pretty much over the phone like, over phone calls and texts. And if we weren't talking, like, on the phone at night, we were texting through the day and, like, through school, and stuff. he was six months older than me, and I met him ten days after my... 15th birthday. I had to think about that. But yeah, ten days after my fifteenth birthday is when like we spoke for the first time and we got along fantastically to the point where like he introduced me to like all his friends. He um spoke about me to his family members. Like we fully talked about getting married. But the problem was because I wasn't like available all the time because we lived so far away. It was difficult to date because, I mean, two 15-year-olds, halfway, like our halfway point was Manchester. And I mean, it's expensive when you're 15 and you don't have a car. And, you know, it it is a bit crazy. But he did take me on a date. I mean, it was definitely a date. But his friends were there. My friend was there. It was crazy. Um, But he was also very, like, unavailable due to distance and then while I was kind of seeing him on and off I was seeing another guy but he knew like I didn't lie about anything I'd see this other guy while we were like in our art stages and this other guy was unavailable he was one of those conventionally attractive guys you know the light-skinned blue-eyed boy who was actually Muslim (laughs) and very well-known by his like, nickname and um, went to a completely different school than me and I remember when I first saw this guy it was like in a local shop and he was really checking me out and I'm quite I guess awkward and like someone pointed him out to me and I was like yes he's very attractive but I'm going to ignore him but somehow I don't know we started talking and it wasn't like that day I think I think he got his cousin to find my like MSN or something stupid like that. And we would meet up and we would hang out and we would make out. But we weren't officially together ever. And even when like he thought he was losing me, he wouldn't be with me officially. And I later realized it was because he had an official girlfriend elsewhere, like in a completely different like city. Um I mean she was beautiful and it's no fault of her own and he was a complete arsehole because if you've got a girlfriend why are you cheating but you know unavailable men are unavailable for a variety of reasons and I guess it was what it was um after that you know I had some ups and downs that was life I had some men who were very available um but the truth was at that point, because I was obviously in love with that one guy, I wasn't the available one. And it does happen like that. It's not always men that are unavailable. Sometimes, as women, we are unavailable, completely unavailable, because our affections are to somebody else. And it's kind of like, shitty, but that is life. You know, people are unavailable for a variety of reasons. And I guess that is what it is, like... The second guy I ever fell in love with, he was in love with me too. Pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure he cheated on me. But that's like a different story for a different day. But he was also kind of unavailable. So regardless of the fact that he was crazy about me, he had met my mum, he'd met a couple of other family members. He was unavailable in the sense that his family didn't want him to date. And it wasn't his whole family, it was his mum. His mom was really like on his case. So when she initially found out about us a couple of months into our relationship, I think it was, maybe it was like six months into our relationship. Might have been a year. I can't even remember. It was so long ago. She kicked off. I mean, she was Muslim. She was all, you need to focus on education, blah, 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 blah. Which, you know, to be fair, she did not have a bad point. It's a perfectly valid point but he came to break up with me in person and he was like there, we were sitting in a park, he was crying his eyes out, I was probably crying my eyes out. It was messy. <laughs> and Like in that sense, he wasn't available because like he literally broke up with me because of his mom. Um, there were a lot of like negatives associated with that relationship, but I think that was like the early days of our relationship. And... You know, later on in life, there was a time where there was a guy who was willing to give me everything and, you know, he would, like, he would tell me things and I would be like, nope. And at one point, oh gosh, he sent me a, I I told him, like, no, I didn't tell him, I asked him a question. I was like, when are you going to give up? And he was like, I'm not. And I was like, I'm not going to be your girlfriend because... There was things about this guy that I just couldn't, you know, couldn't deal with, didn't want to deal with and all of that. And he responded, yes, you are. Every time I fuck you, I'm going to mention how you said we'd never be together. And I was all, why don't you just give up? And this guy sent me a picture or a gift, I believe, of Rick Astley. Now, if you know Rick Astley, you know he's never going to give you up. And while we were supposed to be having this stupid, serious discussion and I was trying to get him to kind of forget about me because he was all, oh, I love you, you're perfect, you're this, you're that. Like, I'm just like, at this point you're blinded because even I know I'm not perfect. I'm pretty darn close, but I'm not perfect. And, you know, I was attracted to somebody else. There was no way I was going to ever be his girlfriend. You know, I was emotionally invested in someone else. And he was all, you know let me send her that Rick Astley picture. And I was like, at that point, I couldn't even respond because I was too busy laughing. Like, who the hell sends someone a picture of Rick Astley when you tell them to give up? And I was just like, I was cracking up, I swear to you. Like, and that song, God, it's stuck in my head now. Absolutely hate it. (laughs) And then um, when I got out of that stupid, with the stupid affection with someone else, like the emotional investment, I decided, okay, you know what? let's give this guy a shot because I'm completely single, not with anyone. We'll go on one date and we'll take it from there. And I was like, you know what? Imagine it actually turns out he's the guy I end up with. He's going to hold that stupid thing over me. But then he went abroad for work for like a month and I didn't hear from him in that month. And it really pissed me off. Like, I don't like being ignored. I like, I really hate it. Especially when it's like, Someone that I don't have feelings for and stuff. Like, it's not something that I'm going to take. I'm just not used to it. And that's not me blowing my own trumpet or anything. But, you know, I have to be emotionally invested in someone in order to actually be affected by them. But being ignored pissed me off. So I did what any rational adult would do. And I thought, you know what, I need to find a guy. And I went online and I met someone. Actually, that's why I met a couple of people. One of them was not worth discussing. And the other one turned out to be someone I completely fell head over heels for. Um, but actually, before we get to him, let me tell you a little story about a guy I dated. Um, so I dated this guy when I was in my 20s. It was after um, me and the guy whose mom made us break up dated. Now, this guy was younger than me. I'd always joke with him, and I'd be like, oh, when you grow up, I'm going to marry you. And You know, we'd laugh and we'd joke. We both had quite a lot in common. Both studied a very similar subject. Um, He was well-spoken. He did martial arts, mixed martial arts. Um, I don't know what it is about guys who are, like, into fitness being attracted to me, but they are. And we got along really, really well. And we went on a couple of dates, you know, we were friends, first. we did go on a couple of dates. He was Punjabi. Um, so he was like, yeah, he spoke Punjabi. And, you know, we were great. The guy whose mum made Punjabi, she, they were Punjabi too. Um, apparently, I have a thing for Punjabis. <laughs> and yeah, this guy basically um, we went on a couple of dates. His mum was abroad. She'd gone to visit Pakistan. And then she came back and she was really on his case about him getting married I'm not sure. I think she was like either someone had been like whispering in her ear and winding her up, but yeah, that was the thing. She um wanted him to get married, and it wasn't ever going to be his girlfriend. Although technically, I mean, it could have. But yeah, she introduced him to like a bunch of people, and he ended up married. And before he got married, he um we stopped talking obviously because he was getting married and. I fully respected him for that. And he owed me a little bit of money. It was a couple of hundred. And after he paid it off, he basically just kind of walked himself out of my life, which I have to respect that, you know, you are married, have walked out. That's great. And then I kind of went on a couple of dates with this other guy. And our first date, he took me to a pub with both Muslim, by the way. So that was a bit of a red flag. But I was like, okay. And then... I wasn't attracted to him. He worked at the local taxi rank and we started talking because he was like a phone operator and somehow we started flirting and you know things developed like that. He had a kid already with his ex-girlfriend and um, it it was what it was and when I saw his face I was not physically attracted to him at all. But I'm not that picky like if I like someone and I- Saw him again after that date in the pub where we had hot chocolates. It was a really quick like meet up, maybe ten minutes or something, and then we met up again and he like made out with me and he he wasn't very good. And after that, I was just like, how how am I going to get out of this? And I don't know. I was just like, I just something was off about him. I just knew. And I said to him, oh, how's your wife? I just literally just joked about it and he was smoking the bag and i could see from his face i'd caught him i'd caught him in a fucking lie this guy was married and he did not know how to answer him he was like how the fuck did you know not because he was angry at me he was just like shocked, shocked i guess. and i was like in my head i was like yes not because like i wanted to be with him it was because I wanted to get away from him because he was so into me. And I knew that there was literally no way I'm going to be dating a guy who's married. And this guy harassed me for ages. For like over a year, he harassed me. he texted me all the time. And the thing was, like, I changed my number and stuff as well. And I was even dating someone else at that point. I ended up with him accidentally. But another story, another day. Um... And even if I changed my number, because I'd get taxis quite often back then, um, he'd still end up with it when I called the taxi rank, so there wasn't really anything I could do. I remember once my local Tesco, I was there with my mum or my auntie or something doing some shopping, and he was like with his brother and his niece or nephew, it was some kind of kid. And he texted me that same day, and he was like, oh, it was really nice to see you and I didn't know who it was because obviously I had no reason to keep his number. And he was all, I was like, who is this? And he's like, it's me. And then he gave me his hey. name. And he was like, I'm all good now. And I was like, okay. But why are you telling me? And he's like, because we were good together. I want to be with you. And I was like, mm, yeah, but you're married. And he's like, no, no, I'm not married anymore. I'm divorced. You know, I'm separated. That's why I'm not by I'm all good. And I'm like, I don't care. You lied to me. You like, gave me like these false pretenses and I figured out that you were fucking married. And he's like, no, no, but I'm not anymore, I swear. You know, everything's honest, I'm good now, I'm sorted. You know, and I'm like, no, I don't want to be with you. And he kept trying it, trying it, trying it. So in the end, I was just like, you know what? I have a boyfriend and he lives here and he's going to kick your ass if you keep texting me. And I'm pretty sure that's what kind of stopped him texting me and like the guy I was dating at the time. Is not the kind of guy who's going to get into fights. Like I could have kicked him in ass. He's just not that kind of guy. um But I got rid of him. So well, okay. My timeline's a bit messed up in this convo. I'm just telling you about unavailable men. But then, obviously, let's go back to the guy that I was seeing after the Rick Haskell guy. Now, this guy was. I met him online. Obviously, I joined plenty of fish, and he messaged me. And I got a lot of messages on there. I'm not sure how, how, like, how common that is. I guess it does happen. But this guy was not my type. Like, looking at his picture, he was not someone I wanted to be with. And things changed because he read my profile. He, he didn't make any mention of how I looked, which a lot of the messages did. He read my profile and spoke about my profile. And I was like, okay, I'm a little interested in this guy. And after about a week, he was like, look, I'm going to dilute the app, but I'd like to keep talking to you. And I was like, okay, what about Snapchat? Because I had kind of just changed my number and I didn't want to give it to anybody. But he was like, oh, I don't use stuff like that. And I was like, interesting. And he, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I mean, he might now, but he didn't. And um, he got... He was like, give me your number. I want to text you. And I did. And you know what? The funny thing is, from the moment he sent me that first message, like, it's crazy because I have never, like, ever deleted our conversation. I I don't know why I haven't. Like, there's something about it. Like, I don't delete all of my conversations, like, in general. But this conversation, like, as soon as I kind of started speaking to him, Like legitimately, I was never able to kind of delete the conversation. And I mean, I know one day I will 100% have to delete it. If I end up with someone else, they're going to not appreciate me being friends with him. So I will have to kind of get rid of him. God, that hurts. I don't want to get rid of him. I'm still in love with him. I'm still in love with him as I was when I originally kind of fell for him. But we. exchanged numbers back in just double check Wow. um 2019 i believe yeah i'm still scrolling like through my phone (laughs) like oh my gosh what's going on here um so yeah on the 9th of may 2019 that was the first white message he'd ever sent me on my phone and like we spoke and the problem was at that point picture that he had on his whatsapp was literally the picture that he had on his profile and i was like oh my god is that the only picture you have because no one wants to be catfish right and he was like nope but you can ask i was like nope not really and i was like he was like oh well you can still ask i was like okay have you got a picture where i can see your eyes um and i was like And if you have got one, can you either send it or just kind of change your WhatsApp picture because it's a bit weird. And he sent me a couple of pictures and I was like, I looked at that and I was like, damn, how is this really the guy? Because he's so fucking attractive. And in my head, I was like, this is the most attractive specimen I have ever encountered in real life because I was just like, wow. Um, And the reason I actually asked for a picture of his eyes where I could see that, was because I feel like eyes are the windows to a person's soul. And um, so I sent him a couple of pictures of me and, you know, he complimented me. Um, And the funny thing was, we pretty much immediately at the same time sent each other a picture where he took a picture and he was like me without makeup. (laughs) And um, I, I had sent him one as well. Like I was like me right now and hadn't done my hair or my makeup or anything. And we kept talking, Um and it was great. Like, and we talked pretty much every day. It was really quiet some days, but he used to make the effort, I used to make the effort, and we used to talk often. And then um we, like, we were talking for a while and stuff. We were talking about, like, our pet peeves, and, you know, eventually, I think it was July, I, um, I finally got to meet the guy. And it was like I had I'd left work, and he was he was um he he waited for me because he finished a bit early, and he kind of parked up. And I was like, well, I don't get to finish until this time. And he was like, I'll wait. But he parked a little distance from where I was working. but I had to walk up to him, and it was raining. I pretty much looked like a wet cat because my hair was open and everything. It was weird. But when I met him. I was just like, wow, this guy really is the most attractive guy I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And that was 2019. And he, his look has changed from time to time. like He changes his hair, but he still looks like that same guy. And he's still so attractive to me. And I'm still in love with him. But that also makes me unavailable to anyone else who actually wants to be with me and sees a future with me. So it's not just men who are unavailable. Women are unavailable too. He's also like unavailable to me. Like I don't know what it is. Um, could be anything. Like, But he won't commit to me. And I feel like that's probably a family thing because I'm not Punjabi. And I don't know, Punjabis tend to prefer their children to marry other Punjabis. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I think it's family that's in the way. But he's unavailable to me. I'm completely in love with him. And I don't know. I just want that kind of future with him, anyway. But yeah, unavailable men. There's also unavailable women. Stop being unavailable people. Stop playing games. No one got time for that. It's annoying.